0: So I guess the big question about uh, Project Power, would you accept hundreds of dollar bills if they were covered in somebody else's blood?
1: I mean, well, no.
2: (laughs) I think, yeah, probably not. (laughs) Like, What can you do with that, honestly? You can't really wash them off. Um, You can't with fake money. Yeah, probably so.
0: I I mean, when Jimmy Fox holds it out, like, I've got money. It's like, do you have money?
2: I wasn't <laughs> gonna say, that
1: that was probably the the funniest thing in the movie to some degree. <laughs> Outside of the baby scene.
2: <laughs> the baby scene. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the that was his that was his um save the cat moment, I feel. Save the cat moment? You never heard of that in um screenwriting? Uh no. So Boy. so it's the moment in screenwriting where you you're supposed to empathize with the character. So you humanize somebody to, who
1: just did something terrible. Something terrible, yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. We just, prior to that, we just saw him like fuck some people up and then now he's playing pick with this little child or whatever. <laughs> um, I, I think my, my best, the best example I've ever seen of it was um, Leon in The Professional, how he's this hit man, but then you see him um, watering and taking care of plants and stuff. Mm, yeah. So, um that's the save the cat moment. So that's but, what
1: Project Power is about. Yeah, you know, uh, killing people and, and uh, winking swinking the kids. Right. Uh, no, so uh, <laughs> how to intro the film? So um, Project Power is about a almost like a what if scenario. If we could uh, replicate superpowers essentially by changing the human genome to um, be more similar to attributes of different animals, how would that Change the world? Would people try to make um, essentially think, a bunch of Captain simpler, Americas out of it?
0: I think it's a simpler pitch than that. I think it's one of those high concept '80s pitches where it's like, what if you had <laughs> ultimate superpowers for five minutes?
2: This somebody was like, "Whoa!" They just came to board meeting with it just dropped a bomb. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Boom! I, there I, it I go. Mean, it is funny though, because like it's for five minutes, except you can keep taking the
2: pills if you need to. Yeah, why okay. didn't everyone
0: take the pills all the time? But okay, it's a movie. It's all right.
2: Okay, okay, question. I mean, Joseph Levitt Gordon's character, Frank, took the pills like consistently. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Justin, what did I say? Levitt? You, you Levitt. said, I thought you said Joseph Levitt Gordon. Oh, okay, I always get them mixed up. JGL. But um, okay, so question, mm-hmm. and I was trying to figure this out. Do certain pills give certain powers or do the pills in general have a different effect based on who the user is? It depends on who the user is. Like one person won't have multiple powers. It's just
1: like whatever, when you take it, you're either compatible to it and you'll gain a power or, you know, some people, some, yeah, or, or, yeah, you'll, you'll OD and die, which could be blown up. Could just be straight up, you know,
2: I guess going to a stroke and dying, but yeah. But it's specific to one individual, yes. I don't know why in movies when people do something and they, they, like, implode, I always holler. Like, I'm always like, whoa! Like, I ain't never seen this shit before. And it always reminds me of that skit of Dave Chappelle when he was the um, black KKK member. Mm. And when he when they finally took the hood off of him, that one guy's head just exploded. <laughs> <laughs> and so that scene in... Um, project power where the guy (laughs) takes the pill and you think he finna start beasting on somebody ass, And he just literally just busts, just guts everywhere. I was like, Oh shit. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. All right. Let's actually
1: start with, with some of those elements. So like, um, just from a, a perspective of what the movie is aiming to do, just in entertainment, right? Just like giving you action special effects, um did you buy what you were seeing on the screen was it interesting to you when you engaged when action sequences happened
0: Mm. i love the hook i love the idea of five minute superpowers i thought that was really cool i wish there'd been a little more game with the superpowers like i wish there'd been this person has firepower this person has ice power they're gonna fight let's see who wins like Mm. the whole you know wolverine fights magneto great fight because Wolverine's a way better fighter, but Magneto has control over metal. You Wolverine said metal great. Buttons. That
1: fight was messed up. <laughs>
0: but, but theoretically, a great fight because they have complementary opposing powers. So I, with Project Power, I kind of wanted them to have more um, fun with what the different powers were. I also feel like when you have the cast that they have, because Dominique Fishbeck is great if anybody watches um, The Deuce, which is a fucking fantastic show. Yeah, um, I want get into it. Yeah, Jamie Foxx is obviously great. Joseph Gordon-Levitt sort of sat out movies for like 4 years and then came back and when that when you have that team together, I wanted it to be like the best movie ever. And I felt like it was fine, but it wasn't I could, incredible.
2: I get for some reason, I couldn't help but compare it to Looper's. Even though it's a completely different movie, but I think it one thing that I liked about Looper's, I f- also feel that that was a very high concept film.
0: Yeah.
2: And um I like how they incorporate kind of like realistic urban settings and things like that and throw in the sci- science fiction element on top of that um, because it it feels like a level. More livable space in a sense, right? But so, yeah, but,
1: but do
2: you mean like, uh, like New Orleans just kind of like feeling like it's present there and like, right, right, it was in, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, f- I felt that way when I saw Loopers, even though it take place in a futuristic world, but they you know build up this whole thing with this like crime syndicate and so on and so forth. Um, but to add to what Tim say, somewhere it misses the mark. One thing that is, well, is but, very but, but, hard. But,
1: but before we we jump to where it missed, because I definitely want to get to that. Did y'all think the action w- was was worth it? Or that's was it what was I, that's what I was about to get to. Okay, okay.
2: Um, it's it's very hard for me to overlook special effects, right? Mm-hmm. Like sometimes special effects are pretty good. Sometimes it would have been better if they just not have went that route. You know, mm-hmm. like when when we got the um, Frankenstein monster. Mm-hmm. Th- that shit was terrible looking to me. That was like Blade <laughs> Two looking.
1: Now about the okay, but my question there would be, wasn't it bad because the like his body didn't react well to the drug? I I, did, I did, see that was the thing. Like I wasn't sitting there, you know, watching on like the you know, like a four K screen or nothing. It didn't look bad to me. I thought he transformed poorly, but I thought that was more because he he didn't react well to. No, it
2: I think. The actual CGI is bad. Like, okay. if, you, if you did the prosthetics from the fly, it would have looked better than the CGI for him turning into a Frankenstein. And there was other CGI scenes where I felt like it didn't look that good to me. Now, Machine Gun Kelly turning into the Human Torch, that looked okay. I
0: thought it was but, Machine Gun Kelly? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. All right.
2: <laughs> Newt yeah well look
0: i'm uh i'm 75 years old just to disclose to everybody in the podcast <laughs> i also think that every single movie would be better without cgi like i was complaining about the wonder woman 84 trailer today i think that movie looks fantastic but there's a little bit of cgi with cheetah and i was just like why is there always cgi like if it was prosthetic minute, does
1: she like like cats or something
0: she turns into um turns into a cat lady yeah
1: no 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 what no i'm familiar with cheetah but i'm saying like the movie
2: cats like is it like that no no it's not, uh, it's not that terrible but it's bad
0: i didn't love it but then i was like what would a cheetah woman look like like i don't really know so maybe it's fine but i felt like the last wonder woman too when the the guy transforms into a god i was also kind of like ah, i really we love this, movie until this yeah
2: yeah it was actually pretty good up until that point and then there's there's all there's there's been times where cgi looked pretty good you know Plenty of times, really. Especially, like, I think with, like, the Avengers, with most of the Marvel films, for the most part. Outside of Black Panther, that CGI is terrible. Um, yeah, that wasn't great a great thing But with that being said, the action scenes without CGI are some pretty good action scenes. Or totally. with just a small well, amount of CGI. Uh, but, okay, but see... I understand the nitpicking of the
1: quality of the CGI, but even that scene you're talking about with, with the Frankenstein transformation, whatever we want to call it, the moment prior, so when, when the girl's in the, in the tank and, and that they're was trying perfect. to test for the like that was really, really good CGI. That was really good. And I love the way they shot that scene. I, I can't remember recalling many times when we see an action sequence where we're seeing it from the person who's actually helpless in the situation,
2: or like yeah, that from that point to- of view. That was yeah. actually really cool.
1: Yeah.
2: That's, that's actually, the to me, the the best action scene in the whole movie. Oh, well, that's my favorite one. Everything up until – and I think that's why the Frankenstein monster part kind of threw me off because everything else was so awesome up until that. And I was like, eh. And I, I'm thinking he was going to at least turn into something that was believable, you know? like. Uh, and then he was just, like, big and hokey. He was like a Resident Evil – boss or something you know what
1: i mean i mean i, I don't know that 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 didn't bother me so much because i just shit out of me be, be, well because we had just seen somebody screw up so i mean we well, think about it. it all three times somebody transformed right there in that sequence it was uh somebody the ice girl couldn't control her powers without the heat on so then no she- i
2: understand that i ain't talking about the fact that he looked fucked up he should look fucked up but the CGI was fucked up and making him look fucked up. That's what I'm saying.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, No, no, I'm, but I'm just saying like, <laughs> I know he should I mean, like, look it, jacked it, it, up. Yeah. yeah. Cause you keep looking at the quality. I don't, I, I kind of just, for me, it's gotta be pretty distracting as far as the quality for me to be like, it, it doesn't look good. Like the, the invincibles so oh, invincible can be invisible bank robbery. That, that was, was good. Tight. cool looking.
2: That yeah. was dope.
1: Yeah. Um, thought that was really nice. Um, the sequences in, at the end, I thought were really interesting. Like, I think that actor who's like, almost like Mr. Incredible, like the stretchy guy,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, I was like, is this special effects? Or like, is he just that flexible? Like, I kind of couldn't tell. <laughs> um, I mean, there clearly was some stuff they were doing, like near the end where he's laid out. But um, I, I don't know, I thought that would, however they did, it looked really cool. Then he had like the the guy who was, I forgot this X-Men character. I think her name's Merrow. But the one who, like, take bones out of her. Like, yeah. she can take her bones out and, like, make them weapons. That's what Mero – yeah, that's Mero. Yeah, so I thought, you know, the prosthetics they used there were pretty good. Uh, the sequence of Jamie Foxx at the end, um, those special effects were pretty decent. Um, mm. I mean, yeah, there, there are pieces of it that don't, you know, I guess look, you know, as good as others. But overall, I thought, you know, conceptually, they're getting across what those powers are supposed to do. And, you know, I kind of wish we had seen – more given that the drug was passed out. So, so much and they had so many pills out on the market, I was kind of surprised we didn't see people just out on the street having powers, whether they were like super strong or, you know, cause some people were like faster than others. Some people were stronger than others. Like I kind of hate that. We didn't see a little more of the chaos um, that was created by just having so many pills out in the market. Yeah. Right, you know, right.
0: one thing I wonder was like the <clears throat> Ghostbusters moment where the ghosts take over. Where and you just see like all the ghosts who have the different powers and you realize like this ghost is the marshmallow ghost, this ghost is the slimer ghost, this ghost is the that ghost. Like that's what I wanted more from the powers. I wanted more um, distinct personality powers that would run up against each other. Um, just because this did, this was kind of like a popcorn movie, and I just wanted to be like a really escapist type of popcorn movie. And I wasn't totally escaping. Part of it was the CGI. Right. Part of it was just not. I think CGI is a piece of this. It's just if I don't feel that it looks real, it's it's not kind of intoxicating, I just sort of lose interest.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, what was throwing me off as far as like not keeping me in the movie was it so these bad guys overall are just like not organized very well. Like it's a bunch of tiny things that trip them up that should not be tripping them up. It's like so you got all these guys defending stuff, but they're not on the pill. And you got you know, like, it, it just shouldn't be as easy to do some of the things they were doing as they were. There's only three people, and two of right. them aren't <clears throat> even, like, let me say two of them. One of them isn't even, like, battle-trained in any way. And I'm glad that Robin got to do some stuff. And, and actually, I, that's one of the things about the movie I really like. Yeah. But they got outwitted in, like, the dumbest ways. And I think one of the things that could have added more to it is, like, just feeling more danger. Like, that these people, to be so organized, to, like, get all these you know, cities that they're doing all the stuff around, they flying in, you know, these oligarchs from South America to be like, look how organized we are. We can just give you a demonstration. And then like one man breaks in easily. Like it just it just felt like, it, I didn't feel the danger element, whether it was on the street, where all these people have powers or really like from that organization. Cause it's like, they just felt sloppy at, at, at different periods where like, you can do all this stuff. But when it comes to like, you know, guarding the asset that like, like actually allows you to produce the drug and in this case i'm talking about you know jamie uh what's well, gonna be art's daughter uh, the the character but uh, jamie fox his daughter is the one because they have her they can create the drug but like no one's even like guarding her own it's really weird mm.
2: yeah, yeah that it had was. that like
0: elastic movie logic where we need this to happen at this point so you know uh, like when when dominic fishbeck is you know able to ride a motorcycle just because like the plot
1: kind of needs her to Yeah, I mean, Act 3 has this problem more so than parts leading up to that. So Acts 1 and 2, it feels like, kind of makes sense. But as you, like, as Art is, um, well, I guess I'll just say the next one. So Jamie Foxx is is arrested by Joseph Gordon-Levitt, so Art and Frank. Once that part kicks off, all the logic starts just going out the window for all kinds of stuff. Um,
0: Which kind of happens in every movie. Like, the third act, you just have to make some things happen quickly to make it exciting. Yeah. Which yeah. okay, like I I accept that um is her name Robin that Robin can manipulate the maze of the of the ship. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um and that when she ducks uh she's protected by a you know, nuclear holocaust type explosion. Um, that
1: was kind of goofy. I still don't know <laughs> what happened like
0: there. That. Yeah, I, but it's a movie. I'm I'm okay with that.
1: But, I, I literally have no clue how she survived. I mean, I thought about it and then I was like, you know, let me just be in the moment. Well, yeah, thought, I, why didn't
0: they just show her power being that she could turn into steel or something? And then we realize after the fact that she, you know, popped a pill at the last minute that saved her. I just, I kind of, because, because
1: it. the more of the story is her power, she has She's to rabbit. find within herself.
2: Oh, so that's can, what it is. Yeah, because remember, it, even at
1: the end, like on side of stuff, things like you know, use your power. Like he says it, like at the at the vet, and he says it later, like you know, after they've gotten off the boat, and stuff. I like, thought you know, her
2: power was, was rapping, bro.
1: That's what I'm saying. He was like, you got to use your power. I mean, he's not even just only, I think, talking about that. It's supposed to be like this allegorical thing for like, you know, being black and doing things within yourself, yeah. blah, blah, blah.
2: Speaking of being black, how do y'all feel about the parallels between um, what they were doing with, um, what was what was his art's daughter name again? Tracy. Yes, That's Tracy. Tracy to like, oh. to, um, to Henry, Henrietta Lacks.
0: Now, I'm a white person, so help me with this. If I'm trying to convince a black person to go along with something, should I say your daughter could be the next Henrietta Lacks? Would that work well?
1: Hell no. no well, okay. I, I, think, <laughs> I, I think the film's make, like making the opposite case of the of the evil scientist lady. But um do you know this story about Henrietta Lacks? Oh yeah. They explained it pretty well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so essentially she went in for I forgot what the what the operation was. It was something pretty straightforward. They noticed some of her genetics and they ended up using uh, her genome without her permission, by the way. There's like all this this of stuff course. that we've learned about it in books and blah, 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 blah. But apparently, like she was somebody who um, was able to un- unwillingly um, help a lot of people in a similar way to how a lot of the stuff that we know now about. Um, Oh man, I'm not gonna it's use like this the ski language experiment correctly. Type stuff. Well, before we even get to that, prior to that, um, again, we do not have a woman here, so forgive how I put this. But the, a lot of the things that we do now to help women um, during the menstrual cycles was learned and figured out um, by a man whose name is escaping me at the moment. But it was it was done by women who were enslaved in America, wow. and they did these things obviously without their permission because, you know, they didn't have rights. And um they learned plenty about how to help women in those moments, but it was done um on and then these experiments were done on enslaved women. So um there's a lot of different examples of stuff like that with um black people and you know willingly or unwillingly being subjected to things and then you know medical science advancing because of it. So
2: yeah. And so is that, that one of the biggest themes of the film then, right?
1: yeah i mean it doesn't beat you over the head as, with it
2: It's guinea pigs in a sense
1: well we don't know what else they were doing um it, it's they weren't the only ones taking the pill um because we know they went to other cities and did similar experiments And that apparently one way or another the government was covering up and that, that's one of the reasons it's a little confusing as to like what's happening unless we're talking about like some iran contra kind of situation where because they're saying like okay well the police on the payroll and we've gone all these different cities and and done this stuff, and it's like, well, wait a minute, would the government not know? And but then, like Jamie, Fox oh, the government the does know. Yeah, but like that's they're the whole not. Point. But they're not officially. That's the thing. They're not officially part of these transactions, and maybe they are on the outside, right? So, like, mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. Is this like an Iran Contra kind of situation that they're like? I think
2: that's. I think that's what they were trying to say. It's not a hundred percent stated. Well, well, Jamie yeah. Fox does say and. He I don't says they know. he said it is that the government is connected to everything that's going on and they're using the people as New Orleans as um test subjects. He says that, but it's not an official government entity, at least that's not stated. Well, but when is it ever was in Contra was it an official government entity? I look. I don't want to legislate this on the podcast, but I just, yes.
0: I just got this note on a thing I wrote on the blacklist where they said, well, I couldn't tell if it was the federal government doing this or the local government doing this. And I was really mad about it because I was like, it's supposed to be mysterious. So I'm going to give this person a pass on this too. Oliver
1: North <laughs> took the heat for Reagan. It, look it up. Anyway, we'll have to go through that here. But like, yeah, that's a thing. Definitely feel free to look up our encounter and all the stuff going on with that. But yes, that that was a known thing that was going on with our federal agencies.
0: Well, they're definitely Within trading time. on the idea that the CIA like brought drugs into black neighborhoods too. I mean, they're definitely like- Yeah, 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 so that, not, that's what I'm
1: saying. So yeah. like, you know, but in this case, so that's what I mean. So you take a drug, you sell, and then you take those profits and you do something else with it to advance some other like real politic Then you got going, but you intentionally um, set up shop in certain neighborhoods to do stuff. But the only reason that wouldn't make a lot of sense though is because if that got See, and this is what I was interested in them doing. They just never really focused on it at all. But, like, they said, well, this could topple governments. And it's like, okay, yeah, like, theoretically, you throw that out there. But then, like, there's no chaos in the city. Like, people are, like, trying to rob banks. And that, like, that one person tried to rob a bank. It's the only real crime we see. We hear, we hear about people running from cops on the radio. But, like, you don't see multiple people, like, as a group together, Because remember, they say like one person, they say really, really early on in the movie, Joseph Gordon-Levitt does. He says one person took out a whole
2: precinct. It's like, okay, let's see that. So I'm assuming, yeah, it would have been nice to see that. But I'm assuming that the timeline between when they're at the docks and the guy gives all these dealers the drugs... Mm-hmm. that that wasn't too much of a long timeline. Like, I'm, it seems so, like so, it But, but a pro-
1: time. they probably had done something. They keep saying that they did stuff in other cities before they got to New Orleans.
0: Mm. Did you feel like there was... Let me sort of pre- presage this. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of respect for the screenwriter because there was an article about him in The Hollywood Reporter. His name is Mattson Tomlin. He's also writing the new Batman movie, co-writing the new Batman movie with Matt Reeves. Mm-hmm. And what he did is he decided he wanted to be a screenwriter and he just said, I'm going to write 10 screenplays a year. Um, That's pretty cool. He did that for years. Yeah. And they're all coming to fruition now. So this year has been a really big year for him, Mm. which is great, which is I think completely awesome. And I so respect this guy's work. I think that he did that. Mm -hmm. All that said, did you feel like there was kind of too much going on in this movie? I felt like there was too much happening and not enough time to like let the interesting stuff breathe because there were a couple of the five minute thing is interesting and they could have let that breathe the powers were interesting and they could have let that breathe and the idea of the government testing out this new superpowers thing in a city that america constantly neglects was interesting
1: right right for me a lot of it worked the film benefits from the three main characters we have between art frank and robin agreed like, like, what do you cut out? Because, see, the thing is, this movie actually isn't very long. Like, it it runs about an hour and a half or so. At the end, it's an hour fifty eight minutes. Okay, okay. So here's the thing, though. Joseph Gordon Levitt, for example, at the end of the film says, um, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna report my captain. I'm gonna have a talk with him." And I'm like, "What the fuck do you mean you're gonna have a talk with him? What's that mean?" And given what what's just happened with the film over you off the boat so on and so forth. Like, we're going to report them to who? Like, I mean, yeah, investigator reporters, so on and so forth, blah, 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 blah. But, like, the, th- the reality of the situation is the people who came from South America took tons and tons of pills with them when they dipped, when all the shooting started. So it's not over, whatever the hell's going on. There's a lot of loose ends they just kind of, like, left out there, which I think might be because they, they're considering a, s- a sequel. But I think... yeah. For me, what did feel uh, – what made me feel ambivalent about parts of it was just, like, I don't feel like anything particularly got tied up. I mean, Jamie got reunited with his daughter. That was cool. Yeah, but they're going to have to stay on the run,
2: though. Yeah, but that's the – I mean – Which is fine, right. I mean, but I'm, ultimately, I, like, I don't think you got to tie up everything when the main – central focus of what the protagonist was after they actually achieve it like characters get what they what they came for well okay but you know? all right let, let me make an anime um well example. but you can't use anime no 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 what i mean what i mean you can't use them as an oh, example. this, this is can't. all i mean
1: oh, you can do it but you can't Look, there are (laughs) wacky, wacky things that happen in in these Japanese shows, but don't work for movies. Though, but one of the I also want to
0: raise my objection to this example because (laughs) there's no one who's ever been like, I don't understand it, and then you're like, let me explain it through anime. No, but look, (laughs) all, all I mean
1: is the central core tenets of anime are wacky, bullshit, craziness all the time. But one thing that happens with all the protagonists, even when all the stuff happens, they know, yeah, I could run. Like, let's say, like you, you achieve an objective, you came to like save one of your friends. You saved your friend, but you didn't beat the big bad. So if you don't beat the big bad, then you kind of didn't complete your objective because you're not safe. You reunited, but you're not safe.
2: Yeah, but that that can't be used for movies though, because an anime has like over a hundred to five hundred to thousand episodes, but look, I'm just
1: talking about like closing an arc out. Like th- to me, like I see this
2: as then. Yeah, but closing at, like, closing the arc really doesn't close the story you know what i'm saying like well, but, arcs, but, but are, arcs saying... are made to not to because if you like like let's say if you finish your arc in an anime right mm-hmm. it'll be as if you really didn't complete anything yeah but this movie of... is an arc though probably is i guess the point i'm making it could That's be but it also it could end with this movie though because the whole point was that jamie fox wanted his daughter he gets reun- reunited with his daughter Um uh, robin wanted money to help her mother who has diabetes which is why she was selling drugs mm-hmm. at the end of the movie she gets buku of money and she's able to get her soup. so mm-hmm. the characters achieve what they needed you know what i'm saying so it, it can end with that now it is open to make more movies yeah but the characters had an objective they achieved the objective and that's Pretty much, so that's so. It.
1: But I guess that that's what's funny because the the way you guys see that as closing, I don't see it as closing because they actually didn't actually get rid of the extra. P- like the technology to do what happened is still just out in the world.
0: I it sort of depends on what you see as the fundamental plot of the movie. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Because yeah. like you know, Star Wars, they blow up the Death Star. That could have been the end of Star Wars,
2: and it would have been the end. Like, yeah. that's, that's essentially when George Lucas wrote Star Wars, he didn't write it with the intentions of writing a trilogy. He wrote Star Wars. So if Star Wars was not successful, it could have ended in that first movie.
0: Yeah, nobody would have been like, oh, cliffhanger. What happened to Darth Vader? Right. You
2: yeah. know, but it was open to make more movies. You know, Yeah. that's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I always look at it like that. It's, the char- it's as simple as that the character wants something. They either achieve it or they don't achieve it.
1: So, but, so okay, in, in a lot of different versions of, like, spy movies and stuff, when somebody's like, okay, damsel, I'm just using an example, right, damsel in distress, somebody's after the person, protagonist saves damsel, and then it's like, all right, now the person threatening that person's life is gone. But, like, at least for these two characters between Art and Tracy, so, you know, the main protagonist and his daughter, those people... Are still present. So that's that's all I mean. Like it there are different elements of it. Like I think, you know, Robin's story is kind of wrapped. You know, like I feel like she got what she wanted out of this situation. Frank, not so much, because he feel like he got to deal with some stuff uh internally with the police. But Arden and Trace are Tracer forever gonna be on the run, which is not the you know, I think it's okay, but it's just like we had It just feel like so much stuff is still in the shadows. Like we don't even get like a name of an organization or nothing. It was just kind of like Stuff was happening. That, that's, I guess I'm cool with
0: it. That's the world building. I mean, Netflix has this thing going on now that's getting kind of formulaic with their action films. It happens with Extraction. It happens with The, the Old Guard. guard. I'm yep. going to ruin both of those movies now. Where like the initial pro- problem of the movie gets resolved, but there's a much bigger universe out there. And these characters could definitely return and we could definitely go deeper and find out more of their secrets and things like that. And that's certainly true of this. I mean, you could make six more of these. You could make... You know, Project Power Los Angeles, Project Power New York, Project Power Berlin, Project Power Lima, whatever. Um, Or you could just end it here. And if they do it skillfully enough, you're satisfied with the movie, but you also want to go back into this universe and learn more.
1: Yeah, but so. would you want to come back with Jamie as is a protagonist? Did, like, did did this character and the way he played it? Do you guys feel like you'd want to see that again?
0: Well, the dream is you do it so well that you're like, I don't even. They don't even need to pay Jamie Foxx again this time. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I, I,
1: I just, yeah, because I know they definitely spin it to, to anything else. But I'm just like, as a protagonist, as the main character, did you guys feel like he? What was fantastic enough where like if he came back and he'd be like, oh, I'm excited for that. He'd be like, ah, I kind of wish we
2: had just done a different version. Honestly,
0: no, except that he made Faces at the Baby and that won me over.
2: <laughs> you You know what would what real would get me is if they made um like two sequels of yeah. Project Power and then they made a fourth movie and that one they brought back Jamie Foxx character. I
0: love when they do that.
2: Like, because that's kind of what they do with Fast and Furious, right?
0: Mm. Like, I love when they do that.
2: We we really then Vin Diesel character was cool and everything, but he got cooler once he came back, and and, and that, that's another perfect example. Like Fast and Furious, the first Fast and Furious could literally have ended in with the first movie. Now we got like fifty. Okay, others. but those movies, th- right. but but, but no, well, those well, movies are about just...
1: those movies are actually about racing. So yeah, <laughs> Tokyo time, Drift.
2: They...
0: There's, Tokyo Drift is like remember all those people? Fuck them
2: <laughs> those movies, those movies are definitely not all about racing. We know good and well.
1: But they those weren't like robbing people and like yeah, they, jumping out of buildings.
2: But, like that always but yeah. had it always had a certain storyline, right? They're fantastic. The like, especially different. especially in the first one, which was a little bit was definitely more grounded than any of the other Fast and Furious movies. It told this story and it literally could have ended with that first movie. You know, and and now 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 they just make them, and they just like oh. Now it's all know, about next family. time and Fast and Furious. You know <laughs> what's gonna happen? Watch next time on Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, that's what so, it fucking feel. Like yeah, in this next
1: movie like. on the trailer? Like they they were like driving off a cliff, and they like put a grappling hook on some shit, and then like the car it swings all did the way. a Batman
2: another. swing? Yeah, man. Look, yeah. I'm with it
1: though.
0: <laughs> does this movie make you want to see the Batman more knowing that it's the same writer
1: No, uh, nah, it ain't about him necessarily, <laughs> but that trailer was hilarious man hey so just going back to it real quick Batman beat the shit beat the shit
2: <laughs> look I'm a, I, when I saw it I was like can this show on TV like can kids watch this because he was beat he beat, but you know what? He beat his ass like I expect Batman to beat somebody's ass. But the like, thing, he beat his ass so bad. Like, it's the
1: first time in a while, like, I watch some Batman, and you see all the the, the whole game, who they're with, they do. Like, yeah, get them. And they go, ooh, shit, ooh, ooh. <laughs> that was so hilarious.
2: They was looking like, well, damn. Somebody like, I, had their phone out. I to go find Christ. Like, I ain't So ain't, somebody you know. <laughs> had their phone out recording the shit. Like, look at this. Going to put that on Facebook and Instagram, like, like the Batman. this.
1: Like man, hey, I was out here, man. I was I was living in sin, and then I met Batman, and now right. I'm in the church. <laughs>
2: Screw this shit. Hey, but but that's how he's supposed to be, right? He's supposed to be that scary to the point that it's like you would never want to. You wouldn't even want stick still a stick of bubble gum. Oh yeah, so so, and so do, change do, your do your you mind reg- about Pattinson. Yeah, that's what I said. Do you regret any of your comments from two podcasts? Oh no, me? I don't record. I don't regret none of that shit. I still feel that <laughs> I don't nobody want no skinny ass Batman. Me, but now, I but said the, the but suit's a doing Batman,
0: a lot of the work. A skinny ass Batman who has that much, uh, he works that much harder.
2: I mean, yeah. I, maybe that's what. It, maybe that's why he had to beat the living hell out the dude because and, it's like and he, had all, he he's, he's a freaking goth, so yeah, he's more. Yeah. He has a more goth look to him. I like kind of like it. Kind of gave me the crow vibes. My wife said that, Brandon huh? Lee. Yeah, it yeah. definitely gave me the crow vibes. Okay, but yep. this this is. In which Brandon Lee wasn't no big dude, you know what I'm saying? He's a martial artist like his papa.
0: Bruce Lee is um, the littlest guy of all, and he could take any of them.
2: Yeah, but
0: chain punches.
2: I mean, you said but, little, but I mean that was condensed power, though. But was, but yeah. but ultimately, my point that I was making was that Batman is normally an opposing figure physically, you know. And and my thing, like I said, I wasn't trying to say that he needed to be like super buff or anything, but he did need to work out and gain some type of muscle, I felt. You know? So what did y'all think like, of Jamie Foxx's physique and
1: fighting prowess in, in uh, Project Power? I don't I... <laughs> Man, my son is the loudest. What
2: is oh he doing?
1: I uh, watching okay.
0: I don't think I noticed because I had so much body dysmorphia all through the movie because I realized... This is, just, this is just like a name drop. I got to interview Joseph Gordon-Levitt once for like 10 minutes. I don't even remember what about, mm-hmm. but it was in person. And I, I don't know, super nice guy, great interview. Don't remember at all what it was about. Um, but then someone was like, oh, you should take a picture after. Because like, you know, it's just Gordon-Levitt. It's a big deal. Yeah. He's a great dude. Um, and I realized that he's the celebrity who I'm exactly the same size as. Okay. And I always think of him as being sort of a smaller guy for some reason, but not at all. He's exactly six feet tall. I think it's
1: because I, I have directors shoot him.
0: I, I don't know what it is, but he's not at all. He's exactly the same size I am, and I'm above average size. I mean, I'm six feet tall. He's six feet tall. Mm-hmm. He's probably buffer than me. I mean, certainly now he is. Um, oh, he's looking
1: good with that towel off. I mean, well, with the towel on. Oh, he's, he's in, in way, off.
0: way better shape than me, no <laughs> question. But, I mean, like, when he did that movie where he was, like, a weightlifter in Jersey – that's where he like um, left
1: me far behind. Don,
2: like I'm... Don Don Juan? Yeah, that movie's great. That's a great film too. I love that movie. Love that movie. movie. God. Well, her him and Scarlett Johansson, who is like, according to Facebook, my um celebrity wife. But anyway, what was
0: <laughs> Can you enter that into Facebook? Who's my celebrity wife? No,
2: you know how you know how they have, I don't know if y'all ever seen this, but it'd be these little things, like it'd be like these little games, and they'd be uh-huh. like, Who is your such and such? And so it my, this one game was like, Who is your celebrity? wife and they'd be like play and you press it and it was scarlett johansson but my girlfriend mm-hmm. I already know how i feel about scarlett johansson that's my that's my white girl crush but um but anyway <laughs> and uh whoa ooh, that what's the other month um margaret robbie but scarlett was my first though she she's my first love
1: name mine is still um um, Topanga, Charlie uh, to, to wrong Oh well. <laughs> oh, well oh, my, my first, my first, first. Yeah, Topanga. Maybe, no, From maybe before before Topanga. Now it's probably um uh Kelly. I'll say by the bill. Yeah. Oh yeah, Kelly Kapowski. Kelly Kapowski. Yeah, sure. Yeah, of, sure. sure yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. of course. man. I gotta go on Facebook.
2: But but what <laughs> were you talking about? Um, what were you talking about him? You said you said y'all about the same size. Oh, uh, he left he me way. Foot.
0: He left me way in the dust. But before before working out, we are exactly the same size. He's left me right. far behind. God bless him. Great actor. Love his work. We were actually watching Inception the other day and I was like, why isn't this guy the star of every movie? This guy's so good. And he keeps getting these roles where he's like the number two guy for some reason. He's fucking great. Yeah, he could have been the little, lead of Inception. He's a good, he's a good number two though. He is, he's, you know, he's, like,
2: he's like the Scottie Pippen of actors. Come on now. He really did like... <laughs> I don't... It's, it's funny because the way he plays his role
1: is so cool. Like...
2: You this is, like, everything. one of the first
1: movies that, like... I said... Okay, this is an exaggeration of so what I'm about to say. I'm watching the film and... The race stuff is there, but it's just not, like... It doesn't feel... It, it's not heavy-handed the way they discuss it. And the characters who... um Interact with people like they're going to give it to you, male, female, white, black, whatever you you happen to be, you finna get it. Like, I actually think Art talking to Robin, you know, it's this point where he's like early on, I need to find, I need to, I forgot, I think he'd known his name by the end. He was like, I need to find Biggie, da-da-da-da-da. If you don't give me what I'm looking for, I'm going to kill, what's your, what's your mama's name, Irene, I'm going to get her, I'm going to get you, da Then again, he's like, you know, I'm trying to find my daughter. It's not personal, but... Yeah, I get how you live. You and then she was like, I'm just a kid. He's like, You've been out here dealing. You ain't no kid. You need, like, give give up that that excuse. Like, you're gonna get it, you know, if if it comes to that. And Frank treats her also with, you know, respect. But again, like they it's like, you know, this is person they care about, and it's a young woman. They don't really want to get her involved. Da. But It just never, like, nothing about, like, the uh, male-female age dynamics, all that. Like, it just felt like they're they're mostly just kind of doing things. But it never feels weird or awkward. And honestly, even just for actors and how they're they're playing their roles, that can come off weird. Mm -hmm. But it just always felt like people were treating folks with the decorum they would normally treat them, with a person in their position, whether it was Frank talking to his captain or
2: whatever it might
1: have been. Like, it it just felt right. You know, when the actors were interacting with one another. I
0: also right. I really like the part with Frank and uh and Robin's mom. Where <laughs> yeah, was that's her. That
1: was great. That they was played, great.
0: That's my it, favorite scenes. Yeah, they played that off really well. Everybody did.
1: Yeah, yeah. That was so cool. Um, and, then, and then he, he had used had the social media that way.
2: Yeah, that was pretty cool. <laughs> Didn't he get a number at the end of the movie or something? <laughs> no, he had but well, he had a phone. She's like, Why you
1: got my mom a phone? <laughs> yeah you' like long, long story, story. Mm-hmm. You're like no, nah, no, nah, for real though. why you got my on my phone like it is. I like so many things about the film that actually just aren't particular about the plot or the action itself like it just it like Keith had mentioned earlier, like the atmosphere feels right, um uh, they really do a good job of kind of representing new orleans and in, in that field. also the use of music. I thought they made some great music choices anytime you're gonna bring in uh Mick Jenkins. Like this song, um Drowning, it's called Drowning, but this song like I can't breathe. Mm-hmm. You know, like we gonna bring some drugs to the situation. Shout out to my plug. I, I was like, I was like, oh wow, this is such a great song for this. Like it fits mm-hmm. in a way you just wouldn't expect. Um, there's just so many things about this film that I feel like really don't right? write the choreography uh in the in the fights uh, I really enjoyed throughout. Um, And the cinematography is really good. I know there's, you know, you guys might not have seen this. I kind of normally wouldn't see. I don't like kind of go through credits. I don't watch them, but there are a few shots under the bridge where Robin's writing and they're Mm -hmm. like under one of the the bridges in in the city. And it's just, it's just really beautifully shot and done. And um, they did a lot of really interesting things with camera work during the action sequences. Like that thing with the girl in the tank who's iced up and and about to to, um, lose her physical form. But she's watching Jamie fight and freaking out, and it, I don't know. I just really, I feel like it does, it does a lot of things right, but there are some some pieces of it that aren't great. But I, this is a really good showing, I think, for what we can expect from you know these creators going forward.
2: What I um? I was I know we had mentioned some. What what is someone had mentioned something about? Does Jamie Fox has like the physical prowess <laughs> in this particular movie? Um, I, th- I, think he does. This off. I think I think he does. I think I think. Well, no, it's not even just that. It's just, like, even with clothes on, he looked like he could whoop somebody ass. That's the point oh, yeah. I make. Like, but now, whereas, like, Joseph Liver Gordon, maybe not as much, but, you know, you could be trained, if you highly trained and highly skilled, that, you know, a particular something, you could take people down or whatever. But I noticed, like, it, there was, like, um, the use of, like, um, martial arts. Like, I can tell, like, a lot of scenes. Um, Jamie Foxx was doing this style. Um, Krav Maga, it seemed like... Uh, A lot throughout the film Mm -hmm. one thing that did kind of bother me it it never really felt like there were too many people that can like get up with him except Mm -hmm. for the guy with the bones or whatever yeah but everybody else it's like he pretty much demolished everybody that came his way and it would have been at least nice to not even necessarily from you know someone that had powers that can actually like really like give it to him but just just, just that one guy that can kind of fight with him, like, toe-to-toe for a But remember, longer. he's Captain America, basically, though. Right. But even Captain America, like, it's funny that you mentioned that, because I, I was just thinking about Captain America, like, on Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. which might be one of the best Marvel movies ever. Yeah. Um, you remember when he fights, like, the French dude, like, in the beginning of the film? And it's like, he's, he pretty much is, like, wrecking house on everybody else on his boat. And he mm-hmm. gets to this one guy where he still beats him, but it's like a real good fight. You could tell that the guy's doing like a lot of taekwondo, taekwondo and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I kind of wanted to see a little bit more of so that. You you wanted the biggie guy to to have that
1: moment instead of just getting shot in the stomach. If if not him, just somebody. You know what I'm saying? But that, so so again, we only have one person, which was at the end right. uh, with the bones. But
2: yeah, yeah, it, and because it's like he was just doing like too, too much. It's kind of like when you watch and, well, like remember, John he, he, he did get shot up. He did get shot he, up. He did get shot up, but yeah. it's, I never felt... It's just back to what you were talking about, about the danger, right? Mm-hmm. It's like you never really feel like these characters are in danger, especially for a person who never uses his powers until the very end and against people who were using powers. And he was like, whooping all their ass. Like he, he, he black captain Superman, America. Though. I mean, that's, pretty
1: that's pretty the straight. only excuse I got for that. And, <laughs> and cause black they captain do America. explain it. So it's the, the I, there's one other thing I want to bring up, but please bring up the point you were going to uh, mention. I just wanted to talk about the relationship between Tracy and art um, at the end here.
2: Oh, uh, what about Tracy and art?
1: I thought you were going to mention something. I, I didn't want to um, cut off your point. If you were about to go somewhere with that. No, no, that was it. Okay, cool. Um, One other thing they didn't follow through on, which I was really, really interested in and and wanted to see how that was going to come up in the third arc. They do it um, one time, in both the first and second arc. But these moments where Art is hallucinating, like he's back with Tracy when he's around Robin. Oh, yeah. And he he literally his, his brain can't actually it can't separate the past and him losing Tracy with him being present with Robin. And it's one of those things was like, I can't tell if he just uh, sees something in Robin that's like Tracy, or it's just like his, just occasionally that just happens and he can't like actually spiral out of that moment. And I wish they had done a little bit more with that and um, in, in kind of the effects of that radiation that's turned him into this super soldier, essentially. Um, I don't, but, but overall, um, you know, the relationship between Arden, Robin, Arden, Tracy, like, did did that work for you guys? Did you find it, um, like, in any way captivating as an audience? I I thought
0: all the main human dynamics were good. Like, I cared about all of them. I thought they're all interesting. I thought that part was good. I just thought of a thing, kind of an an approach that a lot of movies take now that I wish they didn't take. This felt like a TV pilot in the sense of let's spell out what the show is about, Let's introduce a lot of interesting conflicts um, and let's like leave enough there for future episodes. I felt like there was a little bit too much leave things open and not enough. Um, not enough self-contained.
2: Not, not a finishing the plate. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's what Aaron was. That's pretty yeah. much adds to your point, what you were saying earlier. No, but I, I think that's probably uh, a
1: more succinct way of putting it though. Cause it, you know, because i hadn't considered that maybe there's all that meat left on the bone because they see this as potentially an opportunity to bring these characters back and not just do like a different city thing but that you had these people return uh in some way down the road um i don't know it's um it's interesting like i i admire a lot of what this movie's done I, i i think it um has kind of earned its way to the number one spot uh, on netflix it's been there for 10 days consecutively which apparently is i think puts it second place all time for uh, netflix properties um that's really cool i hope it continues to have success and we see more from it and i hope that if they do more that we'll get uh some more concrete answers on how these things have taken place. Whether whether they decide to do a prequel, we're seeing more of some of these first experiments that they were doing they were doing in other cities or whatever. But, um, you know this this whole thing that Tracy is like this original, like the only person who had uh, been the child of someone who had gone undergone those experiments of a Captain America like person, and she literally. I'm sure they can use her genome to do all kinds of stuff, but her power seemed to be to give life to things.
2: Right. Mm -hmm.
1: Which is super interesting. Or to even in some cases, like we saw at the end with art, bring uh, organisms back to life.
2: Right. Uh, That's, that has a lot of potential. Yeah. She could be Dr. Manhattan for all we know. Um, Mm. I got a quick question. Um, I know, I know, we're going for a while, but I just want you, since we're talking about Project Power being the top on the top right now in Netflix, do you, what do you think factors into that? Like, is it the star power? Is it the fact that it's? To me, it's a black sci-fi film, you know. Um, yeah. Is it? Is it because it's considerably a black sci-fi film, or, or what? What do you think? Is it because it's a high concept film? Or like what, in in you guys' opinion, you think? I think the elevator pitch
1: um, that is laid out in commercials, as Tim put it, which is there's appeal. It gives you powers. Go.
2: So let's flip it. Let's say if Art and and, uh, Robin were white, do you think it would still have the same popularity? That's a
1: great question. And I actually had that in my head at one point. Um, I think you can do it but then you need to change the setting
0: Well I think they try to Elevate And again a lot of Netflix movies do this They try to elevate a pretty straightforward idea By putting like sort of a socio, uh, Sociological undercurrent beneath it mm. Which makes mm-hmm. you kind of feel like You're watching something sort of important Whether you are or not Which I think I like I think I like that trend I think it adds some drama And makes you think about things that you might not otherwise think about
2: Right And I think I think I think that's true. I think uh, another thing that like stood out to me when I was watching it, I was thinking to myself like, I couldn't imagine a movie like this existing in the '90s, like when I was a kid. What? Well, why? I mean, not with black characters. That's what I'm trying to say. Mm. The movie itself would exist. Like it does, sound like something that would literally exist in the '80s, most definitely. The pitch itself, but to have that particular high concept film and then putting black characters as the focus of the film i don't think i've seen i would have seen anything like that as a kid
1: i mean there are examples but it comes from black creators people like robert townsend uh yeah, and, and the like Wings brother stuff like that
2: like what? i mean um, media man's the closest i was thing about to say really Meteor man to yeah but yeah nah nah i wouldn't i wouldn't i mean but but you
1: got to remember i mean you got to have enough special effects budget for special effects and all this other stuff and frankly just at the time studios would give like new line cinema did a lot of the um backing on those
2: projects well what i'm saying is that we still had a lot of science fiction films and fantasy films with tons of white people in those movies right Okay. And I think that we do live in a different age where you are seeing more people of color, whether they're black, Hispanic, or Asian, and sci-fi films whereas I I I could not remember too many Do you mean times as leads? That. as leads, yeah. And, and 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 not and not just not just playing um not just being like one character or one stereotypical character. Because just like as much as much as I as much as I like um Lando. Mm-hmm. Star, Star Wars he is a very stereotypical cool black man character well, and he's the only they, black they, man they didn't help in the last trilogy where like
1: they meet some other Finn happens to be out meet some other black people and then it just so happens that one of the things that kind of found was that that black girl that Finn's talking to is the daughter of Lando I'm like oh
0: god which, Jesus Christ which one is which that
1: so you remember line? like in, in uh, episode uh they kind of hint towards it no, well, well, it hints towards it, but, like, some they said they cut out was, like, the... Remember where they meet... Oh, my God. It's, saying, I'm trying not to diss that movie a whole bunch because it's so silly. But remember, guy? like, they got a protractor, basically, <laughs> they take out to look for the thing, to look for the place where Palpatine is and Ray goes into, like, some fallen ship or some shit. Oh, I can't remember all this stuff now. But, like, when the they're there... Word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, remember, this is, like, where the water battle happens, that planet and all that and okay. finn is there with ray and they meet some black people that are, like on horseback and then they're talking in the millennium falcon and you know about oh yeah we defected too and it's like all right i don't want to get all these like racial dynamics of like okay all the black people like able to not be um stormtroopers or have free will the stormtroopers and all this weird stuff but the thing is that girl he was talking to was supposed to be the daughter of lando
0: i hate that movie
2: yeah, um, yeah, we don't have to relitigate that right now. But whatever. But, but but the point I was making <laughs> is that I think a part of why this movie is very popular is because black people have not up into the to this to like more recently had different variations and different stories as far as where where we're um, represented in. Like like now you see us in more horror films, more sci-fi films, and more fantasy films mm-hmm. than than or TV shows than than there was like just ten years ago. Well, and man, look, we'll see if that
1: continues. I I hope so. I you know I don't know. I mean, because at least it, my understanding, and definitely feel free to correct me if I'm wrong here. I don't know if I've seen that trend. Um, happening as well for as you mentioned hispanic and and asian um actors in, in um hollywood I, I i just can't
2: think no. of off the top of my head no not too much no um pro- probably less than us when you think about it because you even see black people in anime is it's problematic as fuck but, it, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's, <laughs> but that's a whole nother thing yeah but but you you know you see black people in different mediums sometimes um so yeah, and I and I think the reason why I think it's important is because I I'm I'm personally of the belief that like most people who get into like certain fields are in it because they were inspired by something fictional sometimes, right? Yeah. Okay. So so like if you got into engineering or working for NASA and stuff, you could this is not all the time the case, but you were probably a fan of Star Trek or Battlestar Galactica or some shit, right? And I think a lot of black people, especially when I grew up or older black people, really weren't into like, that I knew were not really into fantasy and sci-fi. And part of it is because they didn't see themselves on screen, I feel. Partially. So, Although I
1: will say, I remember when I was a child, I'll never forget this because I was so shocked by it. I was at my grandfather's house and uh, one of my uncles at the time, he was like in his early 30s, we were sitting around and... um he was like, wait, what time is it? And I don't remember how to tell what time it was. He was like, oh, oh, uh, Batman is on. Batman the Animated Series is on. This is like mid-90s. And I was like, you watch Batman? He's like, yeah, I watch Batman. Batman is amazing. <laughs> like the cartoon mm-hmm. show. I was like, what? Okay. I mean, that, that's, that show did have like a lot of kind of adult. Yeah, but black people like so,
2: Batman though.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm about to say. But it's not It's not like. It's not like it's um, not science
2: fiction as much.
1: No, no, but I just mean like this idea of like fiction and fantasy and like, but, right, it, right. you know, it, it's, you know, there are these most, we haven't had an opportunity to have characters that are black, that have these great things that, you know, they're able to, to, to you know, be represented. And so what's interesting is I think like the first Black Panther movie was, was legitimately in a lot of ways about kind of like a celebration of blackness and all this stuff. Right. Um, as much as it was about like the Marvel universe, which props to Disney for that. The second film I think will be a lot more focused (laughs) on just simple no for real. Like
2: who else who else was gonna do that? (laughs) It's just the fact you said props to Disney, but like No,
1: to to let Ryan no for real. Think about to let Ryan Coogler do what he did and rep like that and and talk that shit and have Oakland in it and 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 like kind of the talk about what the government's done. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean like how how many times you gonna see that? But yeah, true, true. You know, in general, um, I think the next film will be a lot more just about kind of like the Marvel Universe kind of stuff, not as much as focused on on that kind of piece. So, you know, I think in general, we're going to see more opportunities for, you know, other sorts of people to do that, hopefully. I mean, we haven't seen that trend always go that way. We're like in the 90s. We saw a whole bunch of shows that were, you know, black folks, black written. And then like the next decade, that shit was basically gone. Like you just didn't see it like that. And so, you know, hopefully that, that's the trend we see continue. I'm, I'm actually really excited about, you know, where that kind of can go. And I am looking forward to seeing more women leading in roles like that. Um, mm-hmm. Other sorts of minorities having chances to do things like that. Um, it's going to be really cool. And especially when you see and, and people from other places as well, like John Boyega has a deal with Netflix now where they'll be doing a lot of different films uh, from the continent of Africa. Um, to let them showcase their chops. So, you know, there's going to be a lot of different things that we see that we haven't before. So, you know, at least on a big stage. So this is really exciting, like, where we're heading right now.
2: Yeah, and 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 special shout-outs to Blade, man. Let's not forget Blade. Blade's never going to get the credit. Should get like, Blade.
1: Yeah, set the stage for everybody.
2: We got, we got, it. We got to give a special shout-out. I don't even think, honestly, I'll go as far as say that I don't think the Marvel Cinematic Universe would exist without Blade. I said it. <laughs> I said it. I mean, if, because you know, because if it wasn't for Blade, they wouldn't have made Spider Man. They wouldn't have made yeah. those Spider Man films. Blade 2 for the it, Spider Man. Such films, an excellent action X-Men movie. Stuff. Blade yeah. Two is like one of the best action movies
1: of all time. Like
2: the, CG, the CGI still don't hold up. I, I mean, but it was good for <laughs> it's, his it's, time. Man,
1: you can't compare '90s shit to like this this
2: millennium like come on man How i ain't gonna, gonna lie. Blade, blade was one of the movies as a kid that had me in the living room doing karate moves and shit and knocking <laughs> over lamps and then i remember um when he's fighting deacon frost i thought that was the best the best fight scene ever and then when he hit him when he said that last line you remember that what he say? he says, always motherfuckers trying to ice skate up the hill <laughs> <laughs> I said, I, I ain't forgot never got this. Sh- I said that was the hardest blackest shit I ever heard in a movie before, man. And he said it right before he killed him. I said that sounds like something my uncle would say. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Oh man, <laughs> so always
2: motherfuckers trying to ice skate up the hill. And shit was my granddad. might say shit. <laughs> I miss
1: movies like that. Yeah, I mean, we'll we we'll, we'll this kind of made me point.
2: think about stuff like that, though. It, it did, in a way. It kind of made it, me think it, it, about but, but early 2000 films.
1: But see, I guess that that is honestly, you know, I'm glad you said that because, you know, I think we can close out this. We're going about an hour at this point. But the one thing this movie is missing, like there's a lot of heart in it and there's a lot of, uh, there, there's a good amount of personality in it, but there's not a lot of
2: badass in it. Yeah there, ain't no, yeah, there ain't no ice skate up the hill shit. Well, there's a Clint Eastwood <laughs> thing. And that was cute. Oh, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. that was fun. I was
0: fucking... T- okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I am didn't know I felt so passionate about this. Clint Eastwood has never spoken that much in a movie. <laughs> Clint Eastwood would have said like three lines. I'm like, you gotta ask yourself. Like that actual speech from Dirty Harry is like three lines. And this he talks right. for hours.
2: <laughs> all right, that's all. I like how she was, though... Oh, on the calm um, talking to him, like, yeah, that's it. That's it. But, that, but <laughs> that that's, was, that's you know, cool. I think that's what was so funny but I
1: mean, I, I 100% agree, Tim. You're right. But his awkwardness about it is what made it so good. And then yeah, what was, was so what funny is for his to shot after the shit. That's <laughs> I, like all I, the, the lines Clint
0: has has in all of The Mule. Yes. In yes. the whole movie, he speaks that many lines.
1: Oh, and, man. But it's, it's, I, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad one of us remembered to bring it It's how out, he speaks,
2: speaks the lines, though.
0: He speaks the lines well. Hey, it I like, I love JGL. I call him JGL. All right, he's my he's my body type soulmate. <laughs> I think the dude's great.
2: Who is my Who is my J body type soulmate? Dude? We got to find a black bald dude with
1: a beard. There's a lot of them in the pros as far as like athletic stuff, but I had to think of an actor.
2: Some guy called me, um, said I had the Morris Chestnut built. Nope. And I was like, nah, nope, you ain't that. even tall enough for that. I'm not, yeah, I'm not tall enough for nah. Morris Chestnut. Take it. Like though. what is he like six three? Wait a minute. Did a man say this or a woman say this? It was a whole dude's heard this. No, nah, but that don't count. Sorry. When somebody yeah. says
0: something and they're just like totally wrong, but it's complimentary, just take it. My grandmother told my brother he looked like Brad Pitt at one point, and he just like <laughs> dined out on that for like years. He's like, I look like Brad Pitt. I'm like, you don't at all.
1: Wait a minute. Did he go around at like, like parties? Like, hey, I look like he Brad like, Pitt. He's like, my grandma
0: said, I look like Brad Pitt.
1: I was like,
2: oh man.
1: Uh, That's not going to get <laughs> you.
2: So, okay, Morris Chestnut is six feet, six feet, right? He's not that much taller than me. I'm like one inch under six feet. Okay, but his look, man. I look. No, but I'm not doing with up his shirt like off. Chestnut,
1: that, that man is is chiseled. Like I'm not checking you. You 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 been in the, in the gym. You ain't stuff. seen me with my shirt off though. <laughs> I mean, look. If it, I could ask you to do it now, all I'm saying it's not gonna be more chestnut. And also, you got baby oil on you, and you ain't movie ready. Oh
2: yeah, he do got He got plenty of baby oil on right now. On the yeah, TV.
1: so. Not that interested. I'm still married, of course, and you my family, so I don't need all that. Right, right. Good. Yeah, yeah.
2: I, 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 I'm, I'm not like that. I gotta find who my body soulmate is. I don't
1: know. I'm, I'm, I'm still pretty sure. So I ain't got a lot of dudes like I can like compare. I mean, because you know, Tom Cruise, I'm sure, is way more ripped than me and got a lot more tenacity as far as doing his own stunts. Like I'd be out there like, nah, you can let Jim out there do that. I won't be going out there thanks and also he's gonna go out in space so that's gonna be a whole thing when he does it with Doug Liman I don't know what the film's supposed to be but they're supposed to be in space and doing some shit with SpaceX. what if the plot so, just
0: sucks what if it's like the greatest special effects and then the plot you're like what he has to go meet his father in space but space terrible. is
1: his own special effects I kind of don't <laughs> even care what's happening I'll be there whatever what just if like the I'll be there for Tenet about-
0: what if the whole thing is like somehow about
1: Scientology and you're just like,
0: what? Like, this
1: Oh, whole thing? Like you get to, you get to like go out in space and see the Scientology stuff happen on earth. Like it's like an L Ron Hubbard movie and you're just like, come on, really? I, I look, paid $50 for this, to, for my 5d glasses. I'll go to be entertained. Like it basically you can give me the, the, the cold ass great CGI version of what South park did when uh, they made Isaac leave, <laughs> uh,
0: Look, Tom Cruise is, it's kind of like Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood is one of my favorite actors. I don't care what his political beliefs are. Tom Cruise is one of my favorite actors. He's a fantastic actor. All the other stuff, I don't claim to understand his beliefs.
1: I mean, you didn't like when he was talking to the chair that one time?
0: Uh,
1: I've tried to blank that out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that wasn't his best moment.
1: Well, look, we've gone plenty off topic and long. um, But if you made it this far, we really appreciate it. Um, That means you really, really enjoyed the episode. That means that you wouldn't mind telling a friend and having a friend tell a friend and giving us a review. We got a decent amount of stars we like more. We love five for star reviews. Those are always the best. Um, And also,
2: you can follow us at where Keith says is best to follow. Yeah, you can follow us on Facebook and you can follow us on Instagram at the low-key pod.
0: And find out who your movie wife is. (laughs) and Or movie triad. Yes. Whatever you're into is cool with the low-key podcast.
2: Or a harem. Am I (laughs) pronouncing that right? A harem, yeah. Yep. Exactly. Yep, exactly. So, we appreciate y'all. We'll see y'all on the next one.
1: With some other good content. Okay, peace. Peace.
2: Yeah.